Okay, folks, here we go again. Another episode of a COVID-19 check-in with a teacher. Today we have on the line an English teacher, a guidance teacher, a food teacher, a whole bunch of different things uh, in many, many different departments. She's also a Woodlands alumnus. This is Ms. Dubiansky. How are you doing, Ms. Dubiansky? <laughs> I am great, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Um, how are you uh, coping with uh, all this madness so far? Um, well, as we were talking about prior, I actually feel very privileged um, because it hasn't been a huge, huge transition for us. Um, my husband is lucky to work at home um, because he's in IT. Um, myself, I mean, we're managing working at home. Uh, my kids, although they miss their friends desperately, and initially it was a little bit weird to find a sort of a routine. Um, we've sort of found a routine and uh, we have food in our pantry. So I think we're doing pretty well. Thanks. How about you? Yeah, I think we're in the same privileged position as well, right? Lucky to be still, uh, to have a job and to be able to pay our bills and put food on the table, those types of things. Um, you know, I worry about the, the kids though, like my own kids and and our students about, you know, the lack of uh, social interaction with others. It's different when you're dealing with family versus strangers, you know. Um, I see that in some of my kids. They're, you know, it's much easier to deal with your own family when you can just, you know, and my younger one, especially, like she, she'll always get her way because she's the younger one. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like if she was in school, people will say no to her more, and kids need that, right? Like it's not going to go your way, and and to to learn to regulate your emotions, I think I think that's my worry in terms mm -hmm. of uh, being at home. Um, I, I tend to agree absolutely. Um... My older one is, he's, he's a little bit more, I guess, challenging in the sense that he's very demanding. And um, being in school was very good as far as structure for him because he didn't call the shots and he had to sort of rein in his uh, energy and emotions and stuff and do what he needed to do. Um, but he really enjoys being home because he enjoys trying to figure out things on his own and, and not having uh, to race through his work. He says that he enjoys it um, because he has his own pace and he can take breaks when he wants and he can eat when he wants and all that type of thing. My younger one is struggling a little bit. Um, I spend most of my days working with him because he doesn't know how to navigate the internet as well. He doesn't know how to self uh regulate himself as far as his work and um and how to read instructions and type and all that kind of stuff as well he's in grade four so i'm working with him a lot i'll be great at french immersion down the road um so it's a bit of a challenge because i'm trying to juggle that with everything and um but my kids though i guess they miss their friends desperately i miss them desperately i miss being with the students desperately because that's how I, I got energized very often. Um, and you don't get that sitting behind a computer here um, when you have very limited connections. So it, it's hard. 
Yeah, I think the juggling of the three jobs is the challenge. I mean, you're parenting, you're teaching your own kids, and you have to teach other people's kids. That's、uh, a lot to take on. I mean, I'm exhausted, and I'm not even doing, you know, a lot of the parenting really. <laughs> like I help out, but you know, I, I, my, my older son, that guy, he's he's pretty independent. He just does the work. Every time I ask him if he needs anything, he says, "No, I'm good." Any、That's、questions?、Awesome. No, I'm good. Yeah, and then he just does his, you know, three hours a day or whatever it is. Then he's done. And but you know the younger ones in 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 SK, so like, she wants to do the work, but she she needs a lot of help with the reading, right?、Mm-hmm. With the instructions. But stick kindergarten. To be honest with you, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I I'm more worried about the lack of、uh, interaction with other kids. That's what you should learn in kindergarten, in my opinion.、Um, the reading it, it will come, right? Like I'm not、mm-hmm. too worried about it. But、uh, yeah, it's it, like you said, it's the social interactions that are so vital that we're we're going to be missing.、Um, I'm trying to set up. I, I was telling you, I'm trying to set up、uh, Zoom meetings for my kids, and it's very very challenging. I never realized how hard it is to coordinate visits or virtual visits with kids. I thought it was hard before. This when we had to set up play dates, and now all of a sudden it's like setting up Zoom dates. And and as I was saying, the kids really don't have the same social skills because they're not taught to do that. Like we used to just show up at a kid's door and say, "Hey, let's go out and play," and we'd be interacting right away. Now you have a funny screen between you, and you're trying to figure out how they should interact with that screen. And even one of my former students was saying that it's a matter that of people just turning to games as a as a filler because they don't know what to say very often. And it's it's hard. It's difficult because that's not really having a an interaction or a relationship. Yeah, it's much easier to talk about nothing when you're face to face. I think the the screen aspect makes it makes it a little worse because you're just looking at each other's face. Whereas if you're next to each other in 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 each other's physical presence, there's just I don't know for for whatever reasons there's just more things to talk about. Just your environment or I think mostly it's because you're looking at the same thing, right? If you're in the same room, let's say our students in the cafeteria, whatever, right?、Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, when they're in the cafeteria, what are they doing? They're all looking at the same screen, <laughs> watching some guy play video games. <laughs> <Yeah> . It's true. <laughs>、so、I don't know. Maybe、uh, I'm wrong here. <laughs>、um, well, I think it's it's a skill. But, that- but I think the the interactions are different. Yeah, they're absolutely different, and I think what's happening is it's. Kids now to learn how to do it, and I think that's a pretty cool thing, in some ways. I think the thing they don't realize is they don't realize what the other person is seeing, right? Because at a younger age, they haven't developed that sense of、um, spatial awareness, right? Well, okay, the person、mm-hmm. watching me is looking at this at, at my camera like this, and they will probably get bored after a while. I, I don't know.、Um, mm-hmm. So I think you're right. With with more experience, maybe they'll figure out、uh, interesting ways. So I think that's why like the the gaming aspect is helpful because now, like I said earlier, now they're both looking at something common instead、mm-hmm. of just each other's faces. So I think it actually makes it easier for them to interact and and you know oh that was a great move or whatever it is that they're watch you know doing on the game. 
Yeah, but I always wonder if it's really um, authentic as far as building relationships when they're just talking about the games. I think it's it's cool as a start, um, as a starter, but I think they have to develop it further. And I think that's sometimes hard. Yeah, I remember doing that. It was like when I was in high school, we, we were going to like an arcade and the guy with the quarters would play and then we were watching him play. It's, you know, it's not so different in that mm. sense, but you're right. It's like... It's the walk home afterwards. That's where you develop the relationship, right? Like you, everybody meets at the same arcade at the corner store. That's where you know where I grew up. There's a corner mm-hmm. store with a with one game there, and you know three or four or five kids are together, and then you learn. Oh, you live on this street. Oh, I live on that street. Okay, let's walk home together. You know, I think that you're right. I think that's when you, you start chatting about different things other than the game because you don't you don't talk about the game. You just the game brought you together. I think you're right, and when you walk home. That's when you 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 learn about each other and 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 see each other's interests to develop some commonalities. Yeah, I think you start with the game, and then it's something that you have to work on on building further. And it takes sometimes prompting and so on. And I think it's kind of cool that now uh, with the screens, with having the whiteboards on them, like on Zoom and stuff, you can actually play ga- interactive games together. You can have dance parties. You can do all these things. So it goes beyond the gaming. It's really neat what technology can do now. Oh, I'll have to learn to use it. I've never used Zoom. I've practiced a couple of Google Meets with a couple other teachers just to see what it's like. No, no, I have not tried the Zoom thing. I, my wife has. And she says sometimes, or maybe it wasn't Zoom. Sometimes like it, it's full. Like you can't even use it if there's too many people using it like around the world. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's Zoom. Maybe it was another um, video conferencing software. But yeah, but she told me she had to delay her meeting or whatever or had to jump to a different app because it was full. Oh. I mean, you can imagine just how much bandwidth it needs, right? That's another privilege we haven't talked about, right? Yes. Just that having much. like good, reliable internet. Very much so. Yeah, I, I feel for um, anybody who struggles with that right now because we're relying on, on it so heavily and we don't have many other options. I mean, it's not like you can send something in the mail, <laughs> Um, I did deliver something to like a package of work to a student and I I, I was even questioning that because I, I kept thinking, well, I touched the paper. Is that okay? Like just even transferring little things like that right now feels so awkward and so, so wrong. But um, I felt it was necessary, but you can't do that for every situation anymore. It, it's too difficult. So this is the way to go. So I'm really pleased that the school uh, really rose to the occasion, the school board and the school and our admin and everybody to to at least make computers as accessible as they could and also the USB keys that uh, they can use for um, bandwidth and stuff. I'm really impressed with that. Like Mr. Valley went way above and beyond to to get all of those ready and set to go. So I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, those are the things that we don't see that goes on behind the scenes, right? We just see what's out there or what's on the news or whatnot. But uh, there's a lot of people that are unseen that are actually doing the work of organizing and distributing and and fixing a lot of times, right? Like the, the, the issues that inevitably comes with uh, technology. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really... Overall, pleasantly surprised with how um, our our communities come together to support the students, and I, I really hope that the students are taking advantage of it too. Because I I know that sometimes it's embarrassing to ask for support and help, but I think at this point in time, it's really important to do so, and to be aware that we are here to do that. 
and we want to help and we want to support everybody. And partly our jobs as teachers, but also as human beings, that's really important. Well, let's try to end on a hopeful note. Um, what are you uh, looking forward to? Uh, too many things. Um, I'm really missing everybody in uh, at, at the school. Um, I can name too many names. I've touched base with some people um, by phone, which I'm, I'm so out of practice using, um, texting a lot, a couple of Zoomings um, or Google Meets. I miss my classes very much. Um, the energy that when we'd walk in first thing in the morning and it was like just hundreds of questions being thrown at me and uh, just finding that energy from that and, and having the momentum of being in the classes every day, that was so much fun and it kept me alive and going. And I miss that. Um, I miss my kids having their activities um, because I got a lot of joy out of watching them. So when hockey died and everything else collapsed, that was very, very hard. So I, I can't wait for that to start again. Um, I can't wait to have uh, gaming parties again with uh, some of our shared friends and uh, board game parties and all kinds of stuff like that. I just, just the normalcy of being able to have connection with people. And um, I mean, I, it was interesting. I've listened to some of your podcasts about um, introversion versus extroversion. And I am an introvert, but um, I very much agree. There is some need for that interaction too. It is selective. And yes, you need a big break from it after the fact, but it is still very necessary, regardless of whether you're extroverted or introverted or an ambivert. It, you just, you need that human interaction, whether it's small scale or big scale just to keep you going because that's what reminds us that we are who we are. So, and I look forward to seeing you. I think it's very cool that you're doing this because I think um, it's very important for um, us to be reminded of this is our, our, like our family away from our family. Right. So it's important to, to keep doing this with the podcast and such. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. That was uh, kind of the idea to, to, kill a few birds with this one stone kind of thing you know have myself be able to connect with some of my colleagues and colleagues connecting with me and when i post it hopefully some students are are able to make a bit of a connection to our personal lives and also some of the uh alumni <laughs> students who've graduated have also commented on missing the woodlands so cool. it's a special place and uh, it's made of uh, made up of special people like yourself who who went who was a student and a, now a teacher there. So, so one of these days we'll have you back to uh, talk about the old days. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much for uh, joining us, and uh, I'll see you soon. Okay. Yes, thank you so much, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. I think it's fabulous, and be well, and everybody out there as well. <laughs>